0: Netflix book club Netflix
1: book club Yeah, I'm not doing this
0: (laughs) Welcome to the Netflix book club I'm Steve McDonald Hey, it's Dennis Rooney And uh, this week we got a very special guest Good friend of mine Give it up for Brian McKenna
2: Oh, thank you guys Thanks for coming on Nathan, you want to plug? Canned applause Ah, You can can follow me on Twitter That's Uh, it I am Brian McKenna That's it, no one cares At I am Brian McKenna We We all care, right? B-R-Y-A-N, by the way there you go. Spelled differently.
0: Okay,
1: uh, I would consider that spelled correctly, but that's
0: that's what name. I say. But no, that's definitely spelled wrong. That's like a new wave thing. This this ain't <laughs> the this ain't the new wave name <laughs> podcast. All right, this is the Netflix Book Club. Uh, check us out online, netflixbookclub.com, dot com at uh, Flix Book Club uh, on Twitter. And this week we watched Big Trouble in Little China. That's um, right, we did. I kind of threw up. The uh, I I told Brian you we were the guest this week, and yeah. you know we try to let the guests pick the movie but I wanted a couple suggestions and then I kind of pulled the trick you put up a couple good ones goodwill
2: hunting you've never seen never saw but you've I've seen it too many times I've never told. seen goodwill hunting no I never got on the I feel like it was about Boston. I'm a Yankee fan. I said, "Fuck it." It's one of those <laughs> movies I'll just forget about. <laughs> so New York. That's pretty true. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, one of one of the options was a big trouble in Little
0: China, and I've been looking for an excuse to watch this movie, so I kind of pulled the trigger. Even though you said you've seen this a hundred times, but you must love this movie. I'd I imagine. do. I do like this movie a <laughs> lot. So, yeah. so why do you? Why that was why it was an option? What makes you love this movie? You're know. going with stream it clearly.
2: I don't know. Yeah, I would go stream it. Yeah. Okay. Um, why do I love this movie? I don't know because it's like a. It's about like a. I mean, I'll give you a little two-sentence synopsis like you told me to. Yeah. Uh, it's what's about it about? A, it's about a trucker who somehow gets involved in black magic in Chinese Black Chinese, black magic. Black Chinese not magic. magic. Not just black magic. It's black Chinese, Chinese, Chinese magic.
1: Chinese black magic. Dark yellow magic. Oh, um, that's racist. That's, that's not. Ra- that's ra- that's not anything
0: more racist than what's in this movie, though. That's okay? true. That's true. Um, yeah, it is a, <laughs> it's a it's <laughs> racist movie. Yeah. <laughs> but fun. Oh, like the funnest racism you've ever seen in a film. <laughs> Steven, you've seen um, it before too. I was the only one who hadn't seen it. What, yeah, stream seen it? it before.
1: Um, I'm gonna go with stream it. Uh, I it's it's ridiculous. I love this movie. I like Don't it. Go um, and stream, stream it. Three stream it. Three stream it. Three stream it. That's what we consider a blockbuster. Is that what it is? That's yeah. a
2: blockbuster. Then, yep. Well, did, you, did you know it was actually a flop? Financially, yeah. I would bad, assume. Really bad. Yeah. I would
1: I would very much assume well, that it was a I,
2: I Googled it for this podcast to find out like, just a little bit about the movie. I'm like, uh-huh. well, let's find out. It, it it went up against Aliens, James Cameron's Aliens. I'm like, oh, well, he was never winning. What, like the yeah. same week? It was like the out? week after. Yeah. And then they never wow. promoted it because they were like, well, we're going to lose regardless. So it was a something? strange movie yeah. too, you know.
0: But uh, we'll talk more about it. Go watch this movie if you've never seen it. It's 1986, written all over it. Sci-fi, weird, mysticism, racism. It's funny. It's like a comic book come to life. Go watch this movie and come back.
1: It it really is like a comic book come to life. Okay. You
2: just listen to the old Pork Chop Express and take his advice
1: on a dark and stormy night, all right? When some wild-eyed eight-foot-tall maniac
0: grabs your neck, taps the back of your favorite head up against a barroom wall, and he looks you crooked in the eye, and
1: he asks you if you've paid your dues. You just stare that big sucker right back in the eye, and you remember what old Jack Burton always says at a time like that. Have you paid your dues, Jack? Yes, sir. The check is in the mail. And we're back. Um, So this is the most '80s
0: movie I've ever seen.
1: I feel like this is one of those movies that like defined the '80s. Like it was like one like when I look when you look back on the '80s, you're like this. No?
2: yeah I guess you're right I'm yeah I mean like it's so ridiculous.
0: The colors alone just like the movie poster my favorite's 80s. My
1: favorite thing in the entire movie and this is skipping way to the end mm-hmm. but uh, one of my favorite things in the entire movie was the inadvertent use of, like the the nonsensical use of neon in the lair of the bad guy, <laughs> it's, a, it's a very funny. Where it was r- just like, where it was, it was just like, I'm gonna wait, Like we're gonna make this dragon head out of Like obviously, it's like, oh well, we made like a stone dragon head, but we're gonna rim it in green neon. Yeah, just all the way. Like why? Why would you do that? I don't know. It was like a nightclub. It was like a nightclub. It was like a racist nightclub.
0: I gotta say this. John, I didn't know John Carpenter directed this movie, and now I feel like I want to seek really? out everything. Yeah, I had no idea. Now I want to seek out everything I didn't he's done. that either? Because this is this isn't like completely out of his wheelhouse, but like the things I've seen by him yeah, are like Halloween and yeah. and The Thing, straight up yeah. horror movies. And this is like this is like a romper. You know what I mean? It's very goofy. It's very funny, g- man.
2: I, th- I I I was gonna say I thought the writing, the comedic yeah. writing, and the I don't know if it was just Kurt Russell, <laughs> yeah. As a guy, I don't know if it was just him, but the way he delivers the lines are so perfect. It just hit
0: me. Hold on, am I wrong? Isn't Kurt Russell going to be in the Hateful Eight?
2: I believe so. Yeah, I think now so. he's um, friends with 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 Quentin Tarantino. That's why. I yeah. always thought he
0: was like a hack actor. I always thought he was like a Patrick Swayze type. Am I missing no, out on a great he's acting a good actor. career?
2: He's, he's a. I don't know if he's. Go- I don't know what you consider good, but he's like a he's someone who if i see he's in the movie i'm like i'll watch it
0: is he like an evil debt like bruce campbell where he's like a glorified b dude because like john carpenter like this is almost like the one of the best b movies type things and i've used that phrase before but like true or maybe you know what i'll give it the lowest like a grade movie you know what i mean like it's hollywood but it's down the rungs yeah Yeah. i
1: would i would definitely say that it is an a grade movie simply on the budget because you don't 20 million right I don't it's know something like that. I think I, I just twenty mean, million. I yeah. just mean like you don't get to build those big of sets and stuff like that. That's true. With a B movie,
0: uh, let's talk about the plot a little bit. You don't really need to know that much about the plot to enjoy this movie. No,
1: I learned pretty quickly. I was like, okay, I don't remember the need to remember the characters' names. My my favorite thing was that Kurt Russell just spent the entire movie not understanding what was going on. What the hell? That's what I ah. <laughs> that's what I like about it because he's
2: I I I I think he is one of the most this movie. I I, this is gonna could sound outrageous. I think it could be one of the most quotable one-liners in a movie I've ever seen because there's so many points where you're like, "Oh, what's one of your favorite ones?" Um, I like, uh, (laughs) I like when he goes. uh, He says, "I'm a pretty reasonable guy. I've just experienced a pretty unreasonable shit." (laughs) 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 It's like the most it's the most ridiculous line yet. It's really, really funny because that's what I feel like a normal person might say Uh in that kind of crazy scenario where you're like, this is ridiculous. This is, all right, you just hit on a point that I really love about this movie and that this movie is
0: extremely 80s in that it's over the top, it's flashy, it's crazy, it's like tongue in cheek. It almost breaks like the fourth wall at times, the amount of like they're yeah. shoving things down your throat like twice they do this thing where it's like alright we should be fine walking into this next room and then they open the door and it's like immediately like the dude looks around the corner alright guys the coast is clear he takes one step and it's like a guy's right there yeah, like, yeah. how did he miss him you know what I mean how great
2: is that scene when he, that actually happens when he's like alright guys right on the outside of this door should be a couple things yeah. two security guards whatever and then he just opens the door and it's like a million dudes he's like I think we're trapped. We <laughs> might be trapped, yeah. <laughs> but, so it's so over
0: the top. It's so outside of reality. But then you get these small doses of reality between the characters. Like, and it yeah. often in, like, a line or two in how someone reacts. Like, when they break out the guns, when uh, Wang Chi yes. breaks out the guns, and they all, like, let's trade these. Like, obviously, Kurt Russell should have the good one. I should have the second best one. And yeah. <laughs> this guy gets the handgun. Because yes. like, you would do that. You'd yeah. hand it out, and then you'd be like, Give me uh, that. <laughs> yeah, give me that one, and you do this. It's like, you know, we need the best odds we can, you know?
2: Yeah.
1: Like, small things like that. Well, <laughs> Kurt great. Russell's way of shooting his gun is amazing. Yeah, one-handed. One-handed. <laughs> just one-handed, one-handed, <laughs> just one-handed <laughs> like, he needs to throw each bullet out of the
2: gun. Like, he, like it's just a sling that he's just throwing them out of. <laughs> it's true. I like the part where he shoots someone. I think for the first time, and the guy goes, "What is that? The first time you ever plug someone?" He's like, "Of course not." <laughs> <laughs> <He's> know <like>, <laughs>
0: That's the other thing too. This movie's so '80s in that you can get anybody to do anything if you just say like, "Don't be afraid," or like, "What are you afraid?" Just insinuate that yeah. somebody's like being a pussy, and they'll do anything you want them to do. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, and I love that. Like, I I have to admit for how like terribly racist this movie is. Mm-hmm um with with its like depiction and uh and everything like that of chinese people they just make the only white dude in the movie the dumbest person yeah
0: that's a like, good looks actually like, thank you john carpenter yeah, yeah like
1: it's like what he did was was that he was like was that he like read the script looked at it and just went man this is really kind of like bad towards asian people and he was like I'm just gonna make the white guy really dumb. Yeah, make like, the white I can't guy really change dumb. That much because I need it all, like to explain certain things. But I'm gonna make the white guy really
0: dumb. Some voice, like the hack Chinese impression you hear nowadays, comes from Lo Pan. Oh, like, That's yeah. what I realized oh, once yeah. he came on screen and started talking. I was like, oh, this is that voice you know I've what been I... hearing all my life comes from this yeah, guy. From that yeah, guy.
1: Um The I I love all of them in it because also the. Like, one of my favorite things about it is that it is so hardcore, um, like, Hong Kong cinema. Mm -hmm. Like, Hong Kong kung fu movie cinema that it just made me so happy while I was watching it. I have, like, a... That's what I could have...
0: If there's one thing I could have used less of, it's... It's the fighting, to be honest with you. That's what I enjoyed the least.
1: Well, I just kept laughing at it because it was so ridiculous where it was like when they're doing like the flying sword fight. (laughs) Yeah. And all it is is just like you can very easily tell that they're like on trampolines, like jumping at each other. And then they have to like turn over and land into a crash mat. Yeah and then do it again. I'm almost positive they used two forth. of those
0: <laughs> clips twice. Like, they were going to show that one again. To so show like it again, yeah. Because they did that... Oh, that's what I mean. It was over the top and, like...
1: Well, and... But the thing is, is that I loved... That it was it was such an like an homage to Hong Kong cinema in the sense that was like everyone Apparently has Carpenter. their like special weapon yeah and like when they first have like the different the the different bad guys where it's like there's the electric guy and there's the guy who's like really strong or whatever thunder rain and lightning. Um, for the record yeah. Uh,
2: influence the video game oh absolutely what, no it did they took it raiden. they took it raiden yeah, yeah they yeah, took yeah. it straight from that movie but they were just raiden like it's based off that guy that in makes the movie. so much sense yeah, they were like we gotta which make i thought that was that hat smaller though we can't yeah, yeah they made it smaller raiden raiden and can't be up. how we did they do anything with those lampshades <laughs> hanging off <laughs> their yeah, heads
0: man <laughs> 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 unbelievable
1: they're really big yeah um and they but never
0: like threw it or anything. I thought the hats were gonna do something. Man. But the, the thing is, how them.
1: could they? Because they were literally connected into the like the like black head headdress thing, the faceplate yeah. thing that, they had, on, that, the that yeah. they had on the the cowl that they had on was was connected to the hat to keep it in place. Yeah, because um, those hats would not stay in place otherwise.
0: John Carpenter always wanted to make a uh, martial arts film, apparently, and this was what we got. Good. What do you dislike about the movie, though? Well, that's good. Like you guys watched it, watched it now with fresh eyes. This is yeah. my first time watching it, and I'm like, I want to watch this again a couple more times. I want to be able to quote this movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. I want to be able yeah, to do it's that.
2: Great. It does have the.
0: But after watching it for the first time after so long, like there are parts that are a little that are that are a little tiresome. Like when when they escaped from uh, Low Pan's fact which by the way ancient
1: evil spirit also running a profitable business you got <laughs> you got to respect that a profitable business whose whose all the stuff in their well, storeroom is also covered in cobwebs yeah. Prost- prostitution too and prostitution, and prostitution. Yeah. Yeah. that's what i
2: th- that was the only point. there are some points in the movie where i was like i actually got confused i've seen it a million times yeah. where i was like well I was, I was really trying to pay attention to the movie and i was like oh wait i don't why did he... Why is this happening? Yeah, why is this guy... I'm oh like, yeah. I, it's and I they, think it's one of those movies you can't overthink. Yeah, and they
0: help you out a couple times. I'll say that, too. Like, when the reporter shows up, there's no explanation. She's just in a scene. She's just there. But then, like, five minutes later, yeah. uh, Jack... Burton is like, who the hell are you anyway? Yeah, and who and some are you? A, and someone, you know, there's some, <laughs> <laughs> some exposition like, oh, this is the reporter who's yeah. trying to get this story. But she's oh, a yeah. funny character. They do it again when you first see Lopan take his other form as the crip, like the crippled old man. You're like, is this? I mean, that's Were one of my you? favorite scenes. It, they one probably
2: sec,
1: One sec. Were you going to say the Crypt Keeper? Because that's what it sounds he like. He does no, kind of look like him. He does <laughs> look like <laughs> him. <laughs> he looks like him that's that's from funny.
0: HBO. I don't know if actually the movie addresses it and lets you know that that's Lopan right away and I'm just stupid and trying to well, they say it in crazy the word. movie. He says it, he goes... But he goes, eventually, the, he's like, and which Lopin are we talking about anyway? The seven-foot like, giant? Yeah, and I'm like, okay, I'm not crazy. That's
2: not two different characters. That was Lopin. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, that's when I think where the black Chinese magic comes. Right. Here's uh. a huge plot hole that bothered me.
0: The first time we see Lopin, he gets hit by a truck. Mm-hmm. Like, you see him get hit, but then he dissolves and goes through the rest of the truck, and it's like... What's the, like? What is your reaction time? Are your reflexes so not as good as Jack Burton's that you actually just got hit by the? You forgot to turn on that like dissolving action. I thought he wanted. I thought he wanted hit, them to get to get hit.
2: Yeah, but why? I don't know. I thought it was part of the. He was calling him forward. He was but like, calling him forward, not, like come here. Isn't
0: being vanished through the whole truck just as impressive as yes. like getting hit first? <laughs> yes. Like, why did he do that? Both are equally <laughs> impressive, by the way. That means like he got hit. Realized like, oh, I didn't pull press the X button <laughs> and like after he gets run over he dissolves and stands up like
2: whoa he does yeah that's uh, a good point
0: this movie is filled with this movie's
1: ridiculous
2: <laughs> it's completely ridiculous but that it's so crazy. fun if it that's wasn't fun you don't get movies like this nah, anymore you, you know? don't
1: that's the thing is is that like this movie is absolutely ridiculous like on every level this movie is ridiculous which is part of the reason why i love it yeah like and i also <clears throat> One of the things that I really appreciate out of it is that it used practical effects, which like I know is like partly because they di- probably couldn't, mm. but uh but just I loved that they um like just the like the creatures where it was just like yeah. They never explain why they're even there. Nope. Nope. And then, like, the old man when he starts glowing at one point mm-hmm. it's just ridiculous. I don't yeah, know. wait, what did That's that crazy. do? Every time his eyes
0: lit up and then his mouth, I know it, it would temporarily blind you, but what would it just, that was it? It would temporarily blind you? What if was you look he doing directly then? at it, huh? I think he was
2: changing forms. When, you're talking about the time when he's in the wheelchair?
0: He does it a couple times where he just, like, ah, and his eyes become light filled and his mouth becomes light Yeah, filled. I think he's just
2: changing forms. Like, from old person to. To yeah, big to, that, low pen. to Big Lopen. To Big ten yeah. foot tall. I didn't understand. That was one thing I didn't. Purple bag yeah. up yeah. <laughs> Rewatching it was like, why did he want to become human? If you were already that ghost, yeah. I'd be like, fuck it, I want to be that. If guy. you could be the ghost, yeah. Why? Too. Why? I wouldn't want to be human at that. No, stage very, of the game.
1: very, very distinctly. There's like like they I'm just going to point out they explain it.
2: No, they do. No, I know. I know what you're talking about. I, I know the scene that you're talking about, but I was kind of like, Wait, what's well, the no, but personally, but what I'm
1: saying is, is that like the only reason that he wants to be human is because he wants to bang chicks.
0: Yeah, that's what. I, that, oh, yeah. That okay, is good. it. Right. Because he can't he can't touch her. He can't, like, that's, that's the only thing. Even though he can that's touch the, other people. OK,
1: that's the entire reason. It's just he wants to fuck. Her, all he wants them. to do is bang chicks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean much like much like every 80s movie that was like made for a, like yeah. for like a teenage male demographic at the end of the day the only thing that anyone is trying to do is bang chicks. <laughs> that's really funny. So huh? Every every 80s movie I feel like is spe- like that's made for any kind of like teen market of any kind, I feel like falls into two categories which is the which is uh I want to bang chicks and uh and the most terrifying thing is that my parents are on their way home. That's true. That's true. Yeah. That's it. That's true. Like those are the two. Like those are the two. Like major. If there was something in this where they were like, my parents are on the way home. I'd believe it. I'd believe it. If Jack (laughs) had to get back to
0: like New York (laughs) (laughs) and drive across the country after doing this. Yeah. There's another another like '80s trope in this film is that. So, Jack and the lawyer, I don't remember her name. Gracie Law. Gracie Law, that's right. Jack <laughs> her Gracie last Law. name
1: is Law? There's clearly, like, <laughs> 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 and she says,
0: don't worry, it's just me, Gracie Law. Like, she's great. She's, a perf- she's the embodiment of the idea behind this film where it's like, let's push the fourth wall as close to breaking as possible without making it actually crack. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the first time she comes on the scene, she's, like, daring the audience to be like, is this fucking for real? sexy <laughs> How sexy is Kim Cattrall when
2: she was younger? Which one is that? That's, that's Gracie Law. Gracie Law. Yeah. She was the blonde? I guess. She's from Sex and the City. She's, like, which she's, one the, is she? she's the, like, the whore. She's Samantha from <laughs> which, Sex and the City. Which whore, Brian? <laughs> the, 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 <laughs> <laughs> the the one who's always having sex. She's uh Samantha. Samantha J- Jones. The older one. James. Samantha the James. older one, right? The yeah. The older Yeah. The cougar Wow. She looked good when she was younger, man. still looks good. Yeah. That's
0: 20 years, right? Oh, probably over that. Wow. Now it's 30 years. Can we have a moment to think about? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think of the last time I saw her in Sex and the City, if she still looked good. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yes. Yes, yeah, she did. Yeah, She did. She this looked good. This movie
0: just smacks you in the face with it, though. Like Some this of the lines they say where it's I like love,
1: well, and I love that it's just like like, you know, it's not even just like the lines. I love the physical comedy that they do in it. Where it's just like, every time Kurt Russell is going to be a badass, he's just not. He's not. Really. He shoots the gun in the oh, he shoots the gun in the in air, and it knocks him out, and he, like, stabs the guy. with. That's one of my he's favorite parts of the entire movie. One of my favorite parts of the entire movie is when he stabs the guy with his... Knife that's in his boot, <laughs> and then he can't get can't the guy, get, off, of get the guy well. off of him. He like and
2: he can't manage to like rock it. He shits the gun in the anything? air when the fight, the big fight's about to start. He yeah. shits the gun in the fucking ceiling, because that hits him in the head. He's unconscious. And like,
0: why would he do that? He already <laughs> ran out of bullets once earlier in the movie. And like,
2: when yeah you away, need and when he
1: threw away his knife, and then he went to go get it. That and was the fight one of my favorite parts. the time he got
0: there, that's what I mean by those little imperfect, <laughs> imperfect realities. Like, like, not that you'd ever have two warring factions in underground San Francisco in this sort of <laughs> setting, but if you did, yeah. Someone might lose a knife. Like the one <laughs> human, like the one of the few guys who's like immortal and like clumsy, yeah, he'd lose his knife and it'd be like, Oh the oh, the fighting's
1: over. Well, oh. and my my favorite part of it though is is that it's like for however much they try to <laughs> they like pretend that he's the hero and he's the only one that can save the day. He does, he n- nothing. <laughs> he does yeah. nothing. He does nothing does the whole nothing time. Throughout <laughs> the entire movie. I read
0: something interesting uh before about it. That first, the first opening scene with uh, the, uh, the grandpa from Three Ninjas. Yeah. Love those films. Yeah, I, I was so excited him. to see him. I do love him. him, yeah. So excited to Egg, see him right Egg away. Egg Shen is his name. Egg Shen, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when you see Egg Shen giving his like uh, deposition yeah. or, or starting to tell his side of the story or whatever, and he says he's like, Jack Burton's a hero. And it's, that scene was added literally to make Jack Burton seem like more of a hero. Originally, the movie just started with him <laughs> driving the truck being like, oh, but, but here's Jack well, on the radio telling you what's that going makes a, on. That
2: makes a lot of sense because they never wrapped that part up. The yeah, end it seemed of the m- weird. They, they, they like they never tell you why he's in a lawyer's office talking. Right. Who's he talking to? Why is he? And
0: Wes Craven didn't want it. The studios pushed. Not the West studios West. apparently messed with this film. Like right John up Carpenter, to not it out. not Wes Craven. That, oh yeah, I keep confusing them. I confuse um, them all the time. It's because they do both. Yeah, they do yeah. Both horror films. They're similar.
2: Um, yeah, I they think, never wrapped that up. Well, no,
1: and that's one of the. I think that's one of the things that like you can definitely tell is that it what it really felt like was was that it was like. The studio had a script and, and the thing is is that John Carpenter has actually done this many times <clears throat> throughout his career where it's like when he got Halloween, he like that was supposed to be like the dumbest, stupidest like horror movie. Like, it was part of an era of horror movies where it was just slasher films. It was being made for like absolutely no money. and he just like used his his like filmmaking skills because he's brilliant. Um, to make it this movie that just like everyone fell in love with and it was like, and it was super scary and they, and like he changed things that they weren't like he shot stuff he wasn't supposed to shoot. He did things he wasn't supposed to do and he just didn't tell anybody because he, because he wanted to make a really great movie and they wanted to make like a, a, like a B movie slasher film that could go, right that could go make them some money. And I really want to watch Halloween now. Halloween's coming. I haven't up. seen Halloween in a and long time. I haven't seen the original yeah. film yeah. in a very long time. And so, and so, the thing is, is that like, I really wouldn't be surprised if what happened with this movie was that John Carpenter was given, he was like given this movie, and they were like, and essentially the script was like, was like, there's a bunch of savages <laughs> who deal in black magic, and they're uh, like, and 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 the one white man comes to the like comes to. like, save everyone and solve all the problems in, in, you know, in Little China and then leaves, you know, like, like everything is amazing now because the white man came in when none of these people could solve their problems. And he was like, yeah, I'm not going to do that. Like, I'm just not going to do that. I'm not going to do that at all. I'm going to make the white guy look like an idiot. And then the studio, was like, came back to be like, yeah, you have to make him a hero. We need to make him a hero immediately. Hmm. Yeah. Put a lawyer scene at the front.
0: I don't know if maybe it was or I think... (laughs) <laughs> this movie is extremely racist, okay? But I don't know if yeah. there's overtones of like the white guy coming in and fixing everyone's problems. May- maybe. Maybe the studios had that. Maybe. I mean, that's what... The but thing I is, definitely is that agree that... We- that that's great. what happens John in... John Carpenter a- was like, can there be neon colors around everything? <laughs> and they're like, oh, let's see if you can keep it under budget. And he turned it into some crazy weird thing. That- well, Did he do, and-
2: a- he do anything close to this type of film after? I didn't look... I mean, I, and I I, so I know it's so hard to say close to because it's such a ridiculous film. But did he do anything sort of martial arts related, or was this the only one that he ever really dabbled I think, in? I think he got it out of his system and, and then then left. Yeah,
1: I think this was the only one that was really. It was like at least this, you know. Because I heard there was supposed
0: to be a sequel ostentatious. to this movie. He, I think he said everything he had to say about the Asian culture he wanted <laughs> to say. In this movie? In this movie. <laughs> uh, no, but, that's,
1: but the thing is, is that one of the things, like I was mentioning earlier, and I just want to hop back on it because I have, a, like, I have a love for, somewhere along in my adolescence, I created this massive love for Hong Kong cinema um, and the way that they did things and stuff like that. And and it is so it is such an homage to to all of Hong Kong cinema in the way that it portrays itself and the way that even like the cuts are done and the way that ever like the fight scenes are done and the way that like the bad guys are. Even some of the dialogue could almost be like an overdub from a Hong Kong film. Yeah, I feel like. Absolutely, it, yeah. And the thing is is that it's it uh it made me so happy watching it because it really was just kind of this moment of being like, Oh, this guy loved like this guy loved a a couple different directors who were out of that, like, era of filmmaking because they were also badasses where it was, like, that entire era of Hong Kong filmmaking is, like, a bunch of guys who had absolutely no money and did not know how to make movies and just made it work. They just, like... Hmm. They were, like, we're gonna make movies now. Just a love of martial arts and... And it was, like... Well, and they had, like, a love of martial arts and a love of action movies and a love of, like, you know, just that, like like... Like going for it, like mm-hmm. it really does. Like like so much of Hong Kong cinema just has this attitude of like, oh yeah, we're going for it. Yeah. Like I am gonna go. I'm going <laughs> after. I'm going this. for it. <laughs> going for it. I'm going for it, and and <laughs> we're gonna see if this works. And I feel like that's what this whole movie does. Is that it's just these moments where it's that's like true. this where they're swings like, swings for the fucking fences, dude. It, it it doesn't just swing for the fences. It like swings for the fences, but it does that like Babe Ruth thing where it's gonna like point oh, out at that's the. That's so true. It <laughs> just points out like yeah, I'm gonna swing. <laughs> Right there (laughs) Deal with it asshole And then it goes for it And whether you Uh, think That it hits or it misses It fucking goes for it John Carpenter comes into You know
0: pre-production One day he's like "Uh, I had a dream last night Where I was locked in a water tank And there was floating corpses Write that in Right in just like just well, had a vision, just fit it in, just a quick
2: weird thing that we I did love. St- I the did the love
1: this idea that was in it that was like there's a bunch of different kinds of hell. I love that. Yeah, yeah. like just as a concept, it's kind of fun. This
0: movie's kind of he- like it's heavier than you would think watching it. Like yeah. you could watch this on a base level and just be like, "Look at the colors. Look at how crazy it is. The dialogue's funny. Ha ha." But you could also kind of look at this movie and be like like i bet you could teach a class on this film and get pretty deep into it you know yeah. what i mean and i wonder how accurate it is to certain like chinese culture and stuff i was going to literally
2: just but yeah, it, are, do chinese people believe in different sort of hell did they learn the, hell the, of story the upside down sinners the hell of you know where you get skinned alive like yeah. is there is pan I Lo, mean, I think. Although so. pan based on a real
1: character, like I, don't a real character that. That I don't know about that i don't know i do i do love also that there's also just these tiny little notes that are in the thing where once again what it felt like was was that like studio executives were like, like a script came to John Carpenter and he was like, and they were like, do this with it, and he was like, "Oh yeah, no, no, I'll do that. Can I add one line of dialogue in here, and then like direct it on set where it completely changed the entire scene? Right, where it was like when he was in the brothel and he's like getting undressed, and he's asking the woman, like, like he's asking the uh, the prostitutes with him, like, so how does this entire thing work? Do You guys, <laughs> yeah. uh, like, you come in <laughs> and you work for a little while, and then you make enough money that you can leave, and the lady's kind of like, yeah." Yeah, that's how it works. <laughs> where where like you could almost just see in her eyes that's like, No, I'm a captive here. Like they yeah. don't let me leave. Yeah, I'll be here till <laughs> they kill me. Yeah, it's for cats and dogs out there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> and so it's just one of those amazing little moments where what it felt like was was that they were like was that it was like they had a script and John Carpenter was like, Yeah, I'm not gonna let that happen because the reality is is that this woman is being like human trafficked and I'm not gonna let that go. I'm going to have her just like, like, we're going to have you act this in a way where it's just like, you'd say the exact same lines, but say it in a way that's like, no, I'm really being human trafficked here and I'm I'm not getting away. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm never going to get
2: to leave. Yeah. <laughs> I like that scene when she goes, please, please take off your tie. He's like, yeah, I know. My, <laughs> oh, home, yeah. my wife got it for me. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the problem. I can't stand looking at your tie. <laughs> yeah, this movie definitely
0: feels like it was being chopped up, though, to the. Like before the day before it got sent out, like yeah. Do you think there was something missing to the potion? That
2: magic potion. I thought the potion was gonna do something. They just felt good, and that's like, the. F- I, that's what I think the point of that was. I think the point was a joke. Like, was a a joke a, a like, oh, we're gonna take this potion, and they were just like, yeah, it kind of doesn't really do anything. I, I mean, I knew it was a gag, like <laughs> in the elevator when they were like, I'm feeling pretty good about this. <laughs> pretty great. Yeah, but that's like a good. Guys, tell you to take oh take the take blueberries right after you get up but from a hangover because it guarantees work how much of that is mental right you're about to go to a of fight the, yeah. and it's like really they were just took some bullshit i thought
0: there was going to be like a space jam moment though where it's revealed that like michael jordan's secret like, you know stuff is just, just water. water i thought <laughs> you know what's his name egg chen was going to be like guys that was just so that we could have good feelings yeah so go- you know
2: but uh yeah i think now did you guys catch on to the drinking game that is involved. Oh yeah, there is a drinking game. No involved with. There has to be more rules, in. though. No, that's the only, that's the rule. only rule. What they, is it? Any every time they say the words "green eyes," you drink, which is literally <laughs> from start to fucking finish. They say it like I think it's like somewhere of like three hundred and something times. <laughs> <laughs> they say I, really, I gotta like, look that something up. Something crazy. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Don't pull me on the it. number. They say it a lot, dude. It's I was listening
0: for it. I don't even think it's in there though. In the first like twenty minutes. No, always yeah, it is. It's in the first. Yeah, absolutely. The first time you hear "Green Eyes" is when they go back to
2: Wang Chai's. No, they're playing. They're playing. What do you call it? They're playing. They're they're mahjong. Playing, yeah, whatever fucking game they're gambling on. He goes. I have to go to the airport. And he goes for who? He goes. I got my wife. She's got. He goes. She has green eyes. He's like. Oh, she's Chinese. She has green eyes. By the way, by
1: the way, that once again, that was a moment where it felt like at least in the way that he was delivering the lines and how it was being set up. That he was like, I bought a woman. <laughs> yeah, exactly I was like, <laughs> like yeah. I bought a woman. She's coming to the airport right now. I think he gave and an explanation. And even me, as the viewer, was her. like,
0: I don't believe you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't believe that you have some willing fiance flying from China. It really China was.
1: To San it was yeah, it really just felt like it was like, I bought a woman. <laughs> She's coming in the mail. Yeah. Oh, it's so
2: funny. <laughs> I don't know the number. They say green eyes in it. it, it it's something it's crazy though. It's like one seventy-five or something like that. I also love in in a in
1: like a complete movie way in that way where it's like something has one purpose ever. There was uh like it was the moment when they started fighting. They were like coming through the back end of uh of the place to like rescue the women, and uh the lady uses a bow staff and she like. She like s- shoots smoke out of it or yeah, something like that really right at that? them. That's right. Yeah. Was that I had this moment where I was like, "How often do you use that? Like yeah. that? That's built to the weapon <laughs> that's that you've a one got because that's like a one-time thing. Yeah. And then you would either have to like reload it or like do something. So I just had these like on. mental moments like that throughout this movie where I was like, "Why do you have that? <laughs> <There's so laughs> Why so much is going that
0: on. a this thing? That's not a thing. Sci-fi, kung fu, action." I also like monster stuff. The monsters in it. When they <laughs> see, when you see Bigfoot the first time, yeah whatever like, <laughs> that thing is. Which, by yeah. the way, what <laughs> they, they don't, never they don't even explain it. it. They Nothing. just, he just they shows they up. Never explain And I wonder it. if there was, like, I wonder if that was like a pet to Lopan or like a, you know. That's what I think it's sort of was. Pet, right? Yeah.
2: I'll say this. I didn't expect him to pop out of the truck at the end. I startled a little bit. They were I was like, like oh, uh, geez, <laughs> He set it up. I was reading that he set it up for a possible sequel because he wasn't sure yeah. how. Right. He, if it was a huge success, he would have done another one. Yeah. But because it bombed, he's like, well, I'm not doing it. We'll just leave it like all well, the things in the back of the yeah. you know the car or whatever. And right. that's the end it's of it. It's still a good ending. I mean, that's kind of the
1: same way that he did The Thing where it was like. Yeah. Oh, thing, uh, yeah. Yeah.
2: Uh, the. The movie The Thing you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, 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 okay. Yes, that's true. It kind of sets it up sort of the same way. I like
0: that idea that you could be talking about John Carpenter and be like, you remember he did The Thing? And it's like, yeah, yeah, I love that movie. It's like, no, 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 the, that thing he did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're trying um, to remake this movie. I was I was, gonna, I was gonna about say, to say that. They're you remaking it. Dwayne did you Johnson, <sighs> The Rock.
2: I think, if he, I think if anyone could be as likable as Kurt Russell, it might be The Rock because he's one of those. But he has to play it almost the same way where... He's gonna try to be the hero, and he's not the Here's hero. Here's the thing, though, is that I, I think he's personality-wise,
0: I like The Rock. I refuse to call him Dwayne Johnson. His name I, is the Rock. I like The Rock. I think yeah, he's, good he's not actor. getting he's away likeable. with being he's Dwayne Johnson. He's got the comedic chops, but he's too big. Yeah, Kurt I was about Russell to say isn't big. like a dominating no. force in this film. Like we said, no, he's, he's kind of like a stuff fumbling sidekick almost yeah. at times. Who else would he, Who else would be? He a looks good like one? a normal you guy. You, you know what I would
1: say is this is what I would. Yeah, that's one of the things about him that makes no sense in this movie is that they keep having this attitude like Kurt Russell is going to come save the day and, and he's it's like, he's not. <laughs> not he's yeah. just like a normal guy. Like he, he looks like <laughs> he, he just would get winded. Right at, he looks like he would get winded running <laughs> up a flight
0: of stairs. Yeah. Like, um, you have half expect him to cut to him and he's like smoking a cigarette, drinking a beer like, come on, Wang Cha. Get in there. Get in uh, there. Uh, <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> No, I think The Rock can pull it off. I think that he he really needs to be an idiot. Like, that's the thing, is that, which I feel like he has the chops to actually play, like, really well.
0: Yeah, but let him do that in Johnny Bravo.
1: Um, <laughs> you
0: guys see that thing floating around? Yeah, I saw I that floating around, yeah. yeah but I don't um, know how much truth there was I don't that. think I think it's
1: made up. Yeah. A, it's absolutely made up, but simultaneously. But who knows now, you know? Yeah. But that. now, um, was
2: The Rock actually supposed, supposed to star in the remake, or was he just producing it? Because no, that, I, I oh, didn't not he's, he's, he's supposed to star. He's 100% He's supposed to be the guy. Yeah, I don't know if that works. He is too big. He's too... Well, no. I mean, it's this movie.
0: just. I'm not against remakes, especially when it's something that's kind of like I could. I bet you a lot of people nowadays never heard of this movie. I don't think I ever heard of it before I would seen it just floating on Netflix. You know, but just from the yeah. poster alone, I was like, I need to have a reason to watch this movie.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna have Brian McKenna on the podcast. <laughs> that's what it is. At <laughs> Brian McKenna on Twitter with a Y. Did you ever see the the cool picture of <laughs> you know who Zach Braff is? Yeah, Zach Braff yeah. went to a Halloween party as Jack Burton. And he yeah. ran into Kurt Russell. <laughs> <laughs> and he took a picture with him. That's pretty cool. Awesome. It's the fucking cool. I'm like, that's the coolest thing ever. It's pretty cool. He has the, the like the, the, he. that's actually a very pop. that's the weird thing about this movie is that a lot of people don't know what it is, but there's so many people, it's enough where it's one of the highest selling VHSs, I no, bet. No, it's one of the highest selling Halloween costumes. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. It's one of it's the highest ones outfit. every year. It's a great it's, Halloween costume. Uh, it's a website called 80s Tees. That has like a ton of oh, things? you just buy that uh, yeah. Chinese. Flag you buy the shirt, shirt and you get the like the mullet, right? And you get the gun. And all you need is a pair of jeans. That's, that's the true. that's the costume. You can <laughs> throw on a trucker hat and a pair of shades that's if you it. want, right? Well, but and he's got to be
0: boisterous all night and arrogant. I love him talking on the CB in the truck, guys. The best. You it's know what the, I love? It's it. like he's doing a radio show. but he's, Who's he talking these days? I'm <laughs> talking to whoever's listening. Who's ever listening? My life's in shambles. <laughs> so I just fought monsters in San Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> How badass is the well, line? Well, and I love
1: that he's also he's also like just Kurt Russell in general. Is that it's like it's is that it's like okay, you're this guy. You're also Snake Pliskin. Wow. You're also Oh, and w- Snake Plissken is in... Escape r- from New York, Escape oh, okay. from L.A. Escape from L.A., yeah. Those. Oh, oh, those John, oh,
2: those John Carpenter yeah, movies. Yeah, those are John Carpenter movies. Ah. He's done, and, like, uh, five
1: movies with John Carpenter, I think. And, and just, like, he's got all of these, like, iconic 80s roles where he just, like, rolls up into somewhere and is going to, like, defeat the bad guy. <laughs> and then it's just, like, peace out later, bye. Yeah. And one of the things that I love about him is is that apparently in real life... He like kind of is Snake Blister. <laughs> that guy, <laughs> <laughs> like he, like he flies planes, and is he? like yeah, like he, he's he's like a very accomplished pilot. Now I'm fascinated with Kurt and Russell. I, I don't think I've seen. And one of the it. things, like somebody was uh, was telling me that, or not telling me, but they were on a podcast and they were talking about it, where they were talking about like. That they went out flying with Kurt Russell, and Kurt Russell was like, was like, okay, cool, you're gonna take the wheel now, and you're and like they were terrified of the idea of needing to fly a plane, and they were like, and they were like, but what can you do? Like Snake Pliskin just told you you need to fly a plane, so you kind of have to. Yeah. Uh, um, and I fly feel fly that way plane. about all of this. I hope that they just have Kurt Russell come back and play Lopan.
2: I think he would have to be in it. He would have to make an appearance. He had to do something. He had to to be something small, just one line. It's got to be. You got to throw it back to him. There has to. For me, if they remake it, he's on it, and and he's. I'm like, "Eh, come on, come on, guys, just you know, do the do the right thing. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I could. I would. I would watch a remake of this movie, but I. I I, I would, but I don't screw it up. It's one of those movies where I'm like, you know how they're, they're remaking Point Break. Yeah. Now I, I, another that cult looks classic. terrible. It looks terrible. The remake looks awful. Now the original one, it's not a great movie, you know, but it's well, like a cult thing. No, like, this is
1: the thing is, is that with the new Point Break, uh it looks like it would be like a pretty good, like action packed heist movie. Yeah, it's just not Point Break. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, exactly. It's like, not Point Break. It's just not Point Break, and that's the thing is that if they had remade Point Break and it was like right up the alley of being Point Break, yeah. I'd be like, okay, yeah, you guys decided to remake it,
2: but like, th- it's not. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just almost a different not, movie. It's a completely different movie yeah. with a completely point break. different oh, never like. Saw plot. Point break? I'll come back. We'll do Point Break. All right. um, one of my favorites. It's on Netflix. One of my favorites. We'll
0: do it. Yeah. Uh, all right, guys. So no one's changing their minds. We all really like this movie. Yeah, it's you should too much go out and watch fun. this movie absolutely. Uh, Check us out again. Uh, just for uh, the
1: just for the weird ballooning, exploding man at the end. Oh, because he was ashamed <laughs> of himself for not protecting his
2: boss. <laughs> Such a great <laughs> idea. Whoever was like, no, no, no. Let's have him explode. <laughs> and how he looks before <laughs> he explodes when he's they at get his the corner. They, they only get give you that for
0: like 1.5 seconds. They get, get around I mean? the, the corner and they just, just
1: throw a bunch of like God. guts
0: and skin flaps. <laughs> uh, next week we don't know what we'll be watching but yeah, you should uh, watch. listen to our past episodes. Leave us a comment on the website, netflixbookclub.com. Give we're us, on iTunes. Yeah, we're on iTunes. Subscribe on iTunes. Uh, once again, follow Brian on Twitter, yeah. at Brian McKenna with a Y. Brian, thank you so much for being thank on, Thank you for having me.
2: Thank you for giving me an excuse to watch Big Trouble in Little China. I, I hope I hope I have more good picks for you in the future. We hope to have you back on, dude. Thanks for coming. I, um, can, I can I end this podcast the same way Jack Burton ends? And it's one of the, my most favorite scenes ever. We'll, we'll
0: go out of, out of tradition for this. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead.
2: The scene at the end of the movie. Run when with he's, it, baby. When he's, saying, oh, when he's saying goodbye to Gracie Law. And yeah. the girl goes, you're not even going to kiss her? And he goes, nope. Nope. And just fucking walks. I'm like, ah, oh, after all that, what a pimp. <laughs> what a What a pimp.